Hi everyone, Beth here. If you are struggling to find your homeschool vibe and are looking for ways to get your kids to get their schoolwork done, or ways for you to keep your sanity as a homeschool parent, or how to handle your many responsibilities while still feeling relaxed and loving homeschooling, then my book, Find Your Homeschool Vibe, might be just what you're looking for. In my book, I share how to shift your mindset to help you as the parent stay focused on the point of all of this, which is the love of learning. I also share some tried and true homeschool mom life hacks for every day. You can find the book in the show notes or by searching for Find Your Homeschool Vibe on Amazon. Back to the show. Hi, everyone. Before the episode begins, we just want to remind you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Look for Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. Remember, please, please, please rate and review on iTunes and Spotify, which helps the podcast get noticed by more people, which helps more homeschool families. Don't forget to check the show notes for other ways to support the podcast. Let's get the show started. Hello, hello. You're listening to Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Beth. Hi, Beth. How's it going today? Good. How are you, Emma? I'm doing pretty good. It's summer. Is it hot where you are? No. It hasn't. It hasn't. It's, we've only had one day that was like 95, and all the other days have been 80. Yesterday, I think it was in the 70s. Um, this week, is, awesome. it's crazy. I'm like, this is the best summer of my life. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It has been like starting to get warm here. Like yesterday, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so hot. But it was like 81. So not not really hot. But we have had a lot of rain and weather and awesomeness, which I love because then I go outside and play in it. And it's really fun. Okay, so today, since it is summer, we're kind of talking about summer and what you do with your time during the summer. So do you have like certain things that your family would do during the summer? I know you guys have always done like summer bucket list stuff. Yeah, which is what really sort of stuff fun. Do you do? Yeah. On our bucket list or like, but on our, but we'd make a bucket list in the summer, which I'm still going to do it this year with my daughter. We were late for it, but we're going to do that anyway, because she wants to go kayaking and stuff like that. But we do like a list of fun things that we wanted to make sure we did like watch the meteor shower or um, go on a hike by a waterfall or whatever it was. And we'd make this big long list and we wouldn't get to all of it, but we get to a lot of it. And it was really, really fun to have on the fridge and, and check those things off. And then the other thing, too, is that we would have like our daily list because it's really easy. When I was a kid in the summer, we would sleep in all day and then we'd watch Prices Right or whatever. That would be like our summer tradition, yes. you know, and we'd stay in our pajamas until and I just it wasn't. It wasn't like as productive, not productive that you have to produce in the summer because I really like having relaxed, fun summers, but I felt like it wasn't as healthy emotionally, Mm -hmm. maybe, as it could have been. Yeah. So, so we try to do things that help with like doing things that are more productive and mentally healthy than the price. Well, and I know what you mean because it's, (laughs) price is right. It's not like you're having to produce work or like be like, okay, all time has to have some thing that you're doing but I think what you said is like the mental health part of it like I think whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a kid or and you're homeschooled or you're in public school or you're a retiree or whatever like if you don't have some sort of plan or structure that could be you know 
I mean, you could that could lead into depression. That could lead into all sorts of things, habits that you don't want to continue on. And so for us, we have always done like a, some, I, I don't know, we just call it a summer checklist, but it's really like our daily thing. And we actually, we don't give allowance in our house. We never have, except during the summer. And every summer we do this hilarious allowance thing, which is even more hilarious now that my kids have get, gotten older because we're also very frugal. And so our allowance is like, you get 10 cents for each thing that you do. And then like, there's an overall like 25 cent bonus that you can earn for the day. So you can earn a total of like 85 cents total each day, which long-term, like, you know, some years that would have been really hard to do and some years easier to do. But my kids look forward to it because they're like, we can earn some money doing basically the same things we need to be doing anyway every day to earn this money. So that's the one time a year that even when they were young and couldn't have a job or whatever, you know, it was a way to earn money. But beyond that, it actually just really gave some really great structure to our day so that they weren't doing that. Because like you, when I was a kid, because of course I was in public school, oh my gosh, summer was like sitting around doing nothing. And I was just telling a friend the other day that like, I don't know why this was so exciting, but like I would like stay up half the night and then sleep like half the day. And when I was a teenager, I thought it was really awesome because we didn't eat like canned foods really. And so I thought it was really cool that during the summer I could buy like with my small amount of money, some canned green beans and canned corns and put them into my closet. And in the summer, I'd like eat stuff out of a can, like canned <laughs> vegetables, like so weird. Like you do weird things during the summer because you don't have that normal, you know, routine. And I do pretty well with some some basic structure. And I like our schedule is not rigid at all. It's not, you know, it's not like, oh, you got to get up by this time and you have to do this and this and this. It's nothing like that. It is just having some rhythm to our day. So we aren't just like watching Price and Prices Right and like eating canned corn all day or something. I don't know. Like anyway, so I'm going to share some about like what's on our list and you pipe in with me. And then if you have other stuff that you would add to. So ours always includes reading. And that's like whatever you want to read. It's not required. You know, it's whatever for joy and fun that you want to read. And sometimes my kids will read outside or, you know, they all they read at bedtime all the time. So it's just like some daytime reading for fun. Exercise. That one is like obviously super good for mental health. But it could be anything. Literally, it's like you're riding a bike or you're roller skating or you're jumping on the trampoline. Or if it is gross and hot, like my girls love to play Just Dance. So like they'll play Just Dance for two hours. Like I'm like, dude, that's a great amount of exercise for a day when you're stuck inside because it's so hot and gross. But obviously swimming or, you know, fun summertime stuff, hiking. Chores. Do your kids have chores or have they always had chores around the house? Yep. They've always had chores since they were little tiny people. And yeah, that's a big part of our daily thing would be like get up have your breakfast go do your morning chores and including like we we're like probably weird for other homeschoolers but I always felt like it was important to get dressed every day unless they were really sick but that was part Mm -hmm. of our thing is like you know get dressed because I think that because the way that I like when I was you know younger I didn't feel good about myself when I didn't get ready for the day so if I felt like, you know, gross because I didn't shower or or still my pajamas at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I didn't 
feel good, you know? So like, but doing that step was really good for, I think, mental health of getting dressed every day and brushing your hair every day and all that stuff. And, and yeah, the chores were the part of that. And they weren't like crazy hard chores or anything like that, but it was like, you know, hitting that checklist of their chores and stuff like that. And some of the other things like during, during COVID, my daughter was really struggling because she really likes being with her friends. So we had to be really careful and add things to our list that we didn't normally have. And one of the things that we'd have on there would be like, we'd have our saying of reading, prayer, scripture time, whatever. It would be, we had all the different things. But one of the things we added mm-hmm. in was to do something funny. Like that was, mm-hmm. oh, because yeah. laughing is really, 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 really important. So not only like outside time, exercise, like we had all that little checklist going. And like for my thing would be like, try and make sure you do at least 10 minutes in all the areas. And so that was like, and journaling, but we'd have like this little thing. And because it was a real struggle during that time. But in the summertime, I think sometimes if you don't have a lot of activities planned, that can happen too. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. During COVID, we actually like, I revised my list to be a little more bulky like you did, because it, there definitely was that you know, tendency because we are a very active family. Like we're always out doing stuff. And so to have all that taken away was like, what do we do? We're just home all the time. And obviously like we could do our schoolwork and whatever, and we have some fun stuff we like to do or whatever, but then what? And so for us, we totally bulked that up too. And I, I try to try to do like, have my kids do like half an hour of each thing, but then still I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys still have like eight hours of free time today. Like Come on, there, you know, it's not like I'm asking a lot of you. Okay, so you mentioned some of the other ones that I have on my list, which is we do, we, I call it heart spirit. And that's just like reading the Bible, doing a devotional, praying. It's like doing something kind for somebody else, you know, writing a letter to somebody, whatever it is. It's just in some way, you know, maybe helping a project or helping a parent with a project or a sibling. You know, there's things like where we need help on the computer or something and where everybody needs my son's help because he's the one who's really good at it. And so those kind of things would come into play for us for heart spirit. So we do something creative for my kids. Like I found that, you know, on days where they have like electronic time, dude, they would want to have electronic time all the time if there wasn't other things that they knew they needed to do. And so doing something creative, so often they would start it And then they would just be like seven hours later, they're like, I've built this amazing creative Lego city or these things out of clay or I've written something or whatever. And it's like so much creativity that can be taken away by, you know, the electronics time or whatever. Yeah. And so we use something creative for that. For that part of it, something really interesting is my daughter was not naturally artistic, but she wanted to be. And so it was really neat because she would look up YouTubes on how to do different drawing styles or different things like that. And she's become an amazing artist, but she had to put a lot of effort into it. But her artwork is really neat. She might not still be naturally gifted and just be able to sketch anything without learning how to do it first, mm-hmm. but it's it's really cool. So having that time where you have to like put some effort in is really important of a lot with being like, sure. yeah, go do 10 minutes of this. And then they will, like you said, get drawn in to that drawn in get it ha, ha, ha. but they'll they'll <laughs> they'll 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 often just get lost in what they're doing and enjoy it and spend that yeah. time doing that it's really neat for sure it is 
I mean, I for sure see that with my kids all the time. And then one, I we also include time with others, especially as they get older, when they want to like, you know, have some solitary time and, you know, kind of slink off by themselves sometimes and just be like, I just want to hang out in my room or whatever, like re- a reminder to have time with others. And so we have that on our list. And that's one of the other ones that I feel like they get super sucked into because they'll be like, hey, come play badminton with me. And then they're playing for two hours. And then they're like, hey, do you want to do this too? And so it's super cool because it helps to keep those connections going. And that could be, you know, playing a board game with me or doing something with my husband or, you know, whatever. And it's like it just keeps those connections up instead of like, we're just here in the same house and hanging out, you know, which I think especially during COVID could, you know, was easy to fall into for sure. Okay. So you guys homeschool over the summer or you do not homeschool over the summer? We do not. But with that said, we always have learning activities happening. Like we don't have anything uh-huh. official or planned. It's all just natural learning, like, you know, like reading lots of books and playing games and exploring and going on hikes and observing science that way, observing nature and like, you know, like absorbing all these things. It just in a different yeah. way, not official, but yeah. it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we do have homeschooling on ours. I know Beth and I differ in that way. And so homeschooling is on my kids' list. What? Just kidding. I'll I'll edit that out. (laughs) Just kidding. So we do have homeschooling on our (laughs) list. And then we also have online learning. Usually during the summer, like I'll have some sort of thing that my kids can log into and be like, do half an hour of math or whatever, but in a really fun way. And so I have that, that on our list as well. When we had pets, I had pet care on the list to make sure kids were, you know, handling that outside time. Like no matter what, no matter what the weather's like, like you can always go outside, even if it's in the early morning or my kids prefer to go out in the evening when it's, you know, if it's been hot, they go out in the evening and cool off. Time in nature, like preferable, but you can't like if you don't live out in the middle of nowhere, you might not have time in nature just by walking out. Your, you know, you might live in an apartment in the middle of a suburb or in the middle of a city. And so I think get, incorporating time in nature is super important. But even if you can't do that on a daily basis, still going outside, like regardless, every single day, like for our mental health, so good for us. Well, And even in most cities, there's like, you know, lots of there's trees and there's different things like that to even be near a tree or I know that might sound silly, but be, being near a tree can feel very grounding and can feel like peaceful. So even if you're in a big city, go find a tree and hug it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go oh, I just wanted gosh. to say that when I tease Emma about like doing the summer classes or whatever, I actually think it's really cool. And I tried to talk my kids into it at one point and they were not having it. But I do think it's cool because what Emma would do is she'd get her portfolio basically, her kids' portfolio binders would be yeah. done basically for the school year and they could relax in other areas. So it's yeah. just a different way to do it, but it's still cool. Yes. So. Well, and yeah, and we were talking about that, how we do do something so differently from each other and we can give each other a hard time about them. But in doing that, like Beth giving me a hard time about that, it does show everybody out there that like you don't have to do it the way I do it or you don't have to do it the way Beth does it to still have like a super awesome homeschool experience and to have your kids still turn out to totally amazing. So, yeah, yes, she's she does is, you know, just teasing me. It's all good. Yeah. Like, oh, and just because. Like, I don't know if this needs to be said. It might be dumb to say it, but even if it's not the official school year, you can still get together with your homeschool friends and homeschool groups and still do park days because we still did our park days. Sometimes we'd shift the time because of the heat or 
different things like that. But you can don't think that when you're off in the summer that all social life goes away because it doesn't if unless yeah. you choose to. But but we just our days look different, but we still had so much fun with homeschool groups and homeschool friends and hopefully your homeschool group would keep doing summer activities because it's really fun. Yeah, for sure. And I think too that, mm-hmm. you know, keeping up those friendships over the summer is important. And especially because then you often have time that is less structured together so that people can just really like, you know, create these great friendships instead of just surface level, like we're all at a class together. Well, but we don't really know each other very well. Like having that time that's unstructured that you really can become, you know, close friends as family, as families, you can become close friends, you know? Yeah, totally. And like the, I just remember the Creek days and stuff like that and all the exploring the kids would do and we could just sit there for hours because we didn't have to go run to do any other schoolwork or activities. It was just free. It was really fun. Yeah. Or magical. Yeah. Yes. Magical for sure. Well, and like I said before, like for me having this like a daily list, it's not a requirement and it's not anything hardcore. And it's not like my kids must have things to do every single day because they could choose to just hang out and do nothing if that's what they want. But I think this just gives us like a good natural rhythm that keeps like I say our mind, body, and spirit. Like it keeps our mind, body, and spirit healthy and good. And, you know, you I don't know. I think mental health has come to light so much over the past few years, and especially with COVID, that, you know, it is important. And there are things that you can do for yourself, for your kids, that really just help to keep, you know, in a, keep you in a good place emotionally, you know, mind, body, and spirit, all of it. So. Hundred percent. I'm not some big meanie for doing all this stuff with my kids. Not at all. It, it's. I believe that it's such a good way to set them up for life to have these healthy habits. There is a documentary I watched a few months ago. It's. I think it's called Miracle Morning, and it mm-hmm. was this guy who. It's called Savers, and it's like I'd have to find the list, but it's spending ten minutes in silence, ten minutes on affirmations, ten minutes on visualization for how you want your life to look exercise of 10 minutes, some kind of exercise for 10 minutes. And then one more S and I can't remember what that is, but I can put it in the show notes. But what it is, it's like, oh, scribe, like writing in a journal. And this guy's life, he wrote this book and he made a documentary and he said it was a really powerful tool in changing his life. And it's a similar thing to that. What you're doing and what I've done with my kids is, and when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is kind of like what we did but and but this is like another thing and there's all this like evidence about how how helpful it is to people to do these things every day and some of the most successful people in the world have these habits in place and that's what this guy kind of collected when he was coming up with this method he was talking to all these highly successful people and they all had daily healthy habits of some kind and so he incorporated them all on this little checklist thing to do every day and it was really cool Yeah, it's very, very helpful. And so you're setting your kids up to be healthy adults when you're doing this. It's not just to keep them busy or out of your hair. It's really, really, really a helpful thing. And my routine is very important to me and my mental health. And when I get out of my routine, I don't I I don't like it. So so anyway, it's it's very it's very cool. So anyway, don't you're not a meanie. Thank you for saying I'm not a meanie. (laughs) This time. But we do have a graphic for this. What? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We do have a graphic for this already made that Beth made that you can print off and use. You know, we just hang it up in our house and we just go through it. And 
So like, I mean, like I said, I don't think it's just for homeschool kids or just for kids. I think it's for humans and for, you know, young adults who don't yet have their purpose yet, you know, or whatever, or for people who are retired. Like I remember when my mom was still alive, she wanted to do certain things every day and she didn't have to, but she did them for her mental health and her physical health and her spiritual health. Because otherwise it's like your day could just, you know, run into the next day and the next day. And you're like, what, what did I do all day? Nothing, yeah. literally. Yeah. And your your mind starts deteriorating when you don't have little things like that every day and good yeah, healthy challenges for, sure. for your mind and stuff. So our like takeaway from this is Price is right and canned corn every day. No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. I, I learned I how to price your corn when I watched that. So I could, yes, I could, you could bet have. on it or whatever. <laughs> it's a great plan. <laughs> 75 cents back in the day, right? Yes. That would have been on sale. Huh? Wait, what was the brand? Okay. So I think that's about it for this topic. Thank you for listening. Yep. Thank you so much. so much for listening today. If you find value in our podcast and would like to support the show and help cover our monthly costs, we have several ways to do that. You can become a $3 a month supporter, shop our merchandise store or our show sponsors, and rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you for your continued support of our show and for sharing it. Yes, thank you.